everybody. Welcome to a morning podcast where you have Jeannie, Kate, Evie, and myself, Vixen, along with our guest, Breck. Mama. We are kind of a little bit irritated because I found a topic going on um, on a, a certain subject, and it's a lot of toxic masculinity, a lot of, and we're going to get into the females too. This, is, yeah, this isn't one-sided. Yeah, no, by no means. Either. Where, you know, and I will get you the TikToker, and I would love you to go actually watch this because it is definitely a problematic issue where these, um, it's Barrett Paul on TikTok, where these straight cis men, and not all of you, please understand that, seem to have this idea that, you know, your top masculinity and misogynistic ways are not why you're single, which is very problematic where you're gonna sit there and tell a woman or a they them or whatever you wish to identify that they need to lose weight and they're the problem because of that and if they are figuring there's a difference between having a preference and being a dick and them just being a straight-up dick what? like a big what? difference no, in this subject, you're right? lying. how dare you <laughs> It's almost yeah. like a novel idea. Oh, oh you ain't gotta go off screen. We know you yelling at them kids. Oh my god. They're like set. They're sick right now and they're set on going to this roller rink and I'm like, you're sick. You can't go. Yeah. <laughs> How is Sylvia? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a thing. We'll talk about that in a bit. Okay. Someone tell me that like my eyeliner will be fine because I'm rubbing my eye raw and this shit hurt. Well, stop fucking rubbing your eye raw. <laughs> you look yeah, eyeliner looks fine, baby girl. But yeah, so this is an area that kind of irritates a lot of us. And then people wonder why. Oh, I don't know. Uh, hello, Daryl. A lot of us are sitting here not going for fucking straight men anymore. And I'm sorry. Fucking Barrett had a point. You're not needed. I'm so We have metro men. We have bi men, pansexual men. We have the they's and them's. Honey, we have trans men. Get into it. Like, we don't, you're not needed for reproduction. And it's just like, and they have this ideal to them that they are God's gift to, how are you going to sit here and give marriage, devi marriage advice when you're divorced? <laughs> In the most misogynistic way possible. Or That's like me, how who's divorced, gonna... giving advice. How, or how are you going to sit there and give marriage advice when you've never been married? That's like giving parenting advice and you're not a parent. Right. I just gave relationship advice, or tried to at least. And there's a difference when sitting there just talking on a conversation when you're sitting here going back and forth about your experiences, right? That can come off as advice. There's another thing when you're on a podcast telling these men that women are the problem because they haven't upkept their body after popping out a whole ass fucking child. First off, let's get into that one. There is several factors. One, your genetics. How easily you lose and gain weight. Your mental health. Your mental health can spiral you in both areas. It can make you have an eating disorder. It can make you just completely not gain weight, or it can make you gain a hell of a lot of fucking weight. Okay. Your environment. There is so much that goes into a woman's loss or gain of weight. And guess what? That also goes into, that's pretty baby. That also goes into men. And this is something that pisses me off too, is that it's not talked about enough. Men also have these same fucking issues. Do you not think men can't get baby blues? Men can fucking get baby fever, for God's sakes. And you think they can't get baby blues? Or postpartum in a sort? I don't even know where to start unpacking this. <laughs> it's just a lot. 
It is a lot. So let's start at like the first part of this. Bunch of single ass men blaming women for them being single because either she's not kept up on her weight she's a fucking god what are some other ones that i've heard she's let herself go which does not necessarily mean wait we can just categorize that she's let herself go i straight up had a man tell me that i need that i could not go to the gym and lose weight after having a child because he didn't want other men looking at me he didn't want other men checking me out i'm like honey you realize there's some there's plenty of men out there Plenty of people out there that are into thicker chicks, right? Hold up. Before you finish that thought, guys, I remembered I was muted for a change before I opened my mouth. <laughs> like, even Kate was saying that they had this issue, too, with one of their exes. Either they were too skinny, too fit, too fat. Like, make up your fucking mind. Right. Let, let, me give, let me give preference on this, on, on, on this okay? Because it was me that had this issue. So, <clears throat> I've been, I was lifting weights from the age of 10 all the way up till I was 22, 23. I was a bodybuilder. <laughs> the person that donated their DNA to help create my son didn't like me, first liked me in the beginning because of how I looked. Then all of a sudden didn't like me because I was too fit and I looked better than he did. Then it was... I wasn't allowed to go to the gym anymore. So then I got even skinnier because I also wasn't eating because of the type of relationship that it was. So then it was, then I got the comment, you're too skinny, you look just like my sister, who was not only anorexic, but had an issue with pills. Hold on, let's unpack that for a whole ass sec. Boy, why are you sexualizing, like, comparing your girlfriend to your sister? That's fucking weird. Anyway. Right, that's fucking weird. Right. I'm just gonna leave that one there. Yeah, well, that's a whole level of weird. So then... When he got me pregnant, this is the, this is this is that toxic masculinity bullshit, right? When he got me pregnant because, um, you know, he he was in love with the idea of him being a dad, because my cousin was pregnant at the time, so like he felt like he needed to get me pregnant. So weird. Yeah. That's toxic. Yeah. That's weird. Now, mind you, I was not in a good mental state when I was with him. I was forced to be in a relationship with him when I stayed in the beginning. I'm not looking for a relationship. I don't want. Got me pregnant. Uh, and then left and said, not only, but first it was, I had to get an abortion because he didn't want to be responsible for a child and I didn't have the capability of raising said child. I think you're doing a pretty damn well job. Like, okay. Thank you. Fuck. I think so too. But then it was, as soon as, sometimes. as soon as it got past the point that I couldn't have the abortion anymore, you have to put him up for adoption. I was put up for adoption and look where I'm at. Yeah, you have great fucking parents and you treat them like shit and you're a shitty ass person. First off, this mentality that women or men, parents in general, need a partner to do anything is bullshit. I'm sorry. No, you don't need another person to raise a kid. Is it helpful? Yes. Is it needed? Not really. It's not needed. There are dads out there that are single and doing an amazing ass fucking job. There are moms that have been out there for decades doing this for a fucking amazing ass job. There are the they's and them's and the trans parents that are doing an amazing ass fucking job. Swallow your toxic shit and choke on it, okay? And yes, Joe, you are right. Uh, Joe said, although there is the line of let themselves go for both sexes, which kind of in the area of not having a shower for a week. 
if none of y'all had fucking kids, there is a point in time when you're going through postpartum or anything in general where you might not see a fucking shower. If you're depressed, you might not be able to get up to just take a shower. It fucking happens. It is normal. Like, this is not something that is new. Yes, should you take care of your hygiene? 100 fucking percent, because that will also help you get in a better mindset. But it's not that that's the issue. We all know this. The problem is getting to that point, okay? And men get this too, right? Where either they're too, they're, men had it to the point from what, at least what I've seen, where it's like, you're not fit enough. You're not strong. You're not this. You're too scrawny. You're too short. You're too small. You're this or that. They have it just as bad, okay? They just, nobody talks about it. Wolf was just like, you're too short, go to the gym. <laughs> oh my god, that was, so there was this fucking post uh, a couple years ago where it's like, if you're under six foot, go to the gym. Honey, that, what? <laughs> what is going to the gym going to do? That what? does nothing. Um, see, hold up, I may not have a whole lot of experience with, like, going to the gym and stuff, but isn't muscle heavier than body fat in some instances? Yes. In, in all instances, muscles is definitely So won't that just weigh more. you down and keep you from getting taller? <laughs> oh yeah, muscle will shrink you. <laughs> when you weigh nothing, you become taller because gravity does not affect thee. Right. <laughs> you just start stretching. <laughs> so Jeannie, what's up? Why are you not like six foot seven now? <laughs> Bitch, listen, the good Lord uh, made me short as hell and damn near invisible. I don't fucking know. Okay. I, why, I don't... why, Jeannie? It's so that we can be closer to home. Right. <laughs> closer to the fucking hell pits you guys grew up, came out of. And it's really fucking ir irritating, right? And you even have it in hair on both sides, right? If a woman's hair is too short or if a man's hair is too long. Last I knew, hair wasn't gendered. Right. Literally. Okay, hold on. No, 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 no. Because I literally had a boyfriend threaten to beat me if I cut my hair too short. That's actually uh, quite in fuck? a lot of families. Don't fuck, my guy. Um, sufficient to say I did it anyway, and then we broke up. Parents do this on their kids, right? Boys have to have short hair, girls have to have long hair. <laughs> Dare not to cut your girl's long hair. Are you just wanting to grow an adult male with long hair and a female with short hair? Because that's what you're getting. We're gonna cut our hair, and they're gonna grow it out, okay? Like, here- here- I am- sorry, go ahead. Here's what I have to bring to the table on that one. So, my brother's dad, that I consider my dad, um, hates women with short hair absolutely hates it um when i was living in florida i got made fun of because of how curly my hair was i decided to cut my bangs now i didn't cut them to where you know they were like a little bit shorter than the rest of my hair no they were like an inch long if my hair was straight to the point that i ha it was so bad that. that my mom had to take me to get a boy's haircut my dad wouldn't talk to me because my hair was short my most recent ex the guy i was with before my husband my hair got fried now, mind you, my hair was down to, like, the middle of my back, to my lower back. My hair was fried because some chick lied to me and didn't know what the fuck she was doing, and I didn't pay attention the second time she bleached my hair. So I had to get my hair cut really short. You rocking it, though. I did rock Yes, yeah, surprisingly, it. we made it past episode one. I don't know how, but we're here. <laughs> right. And, um, he got mad because I had to have a pixie cut because of how bad my hair was fried. And I told him, I was like, you know, I said, all the hair on my head is fried because of so-and-so. If yeah. you really want to be that way, I can just shave it and just be bald. And, you know, another thing goes into this too is like my oldest son, Richard, wanted long hair, like the Vikings, right? He wanted long hair. He wanted that fucking side cut, all this shit. So I let it happen. 
and a certain family member made him feel like it was wrong and that's not okay and this is something that goes like really deep into the vain appearance people have in their toxic viewpoints well okay Vix, you remember Caleb when he had his long hair and all the curls? I loved all of his curls. The ex made me fucking shave his head because it was he was starting to look like a girl. And that should be That's why he had the most beautiful curls. The most beautiful curls. I had to shave them all off. They've never grown back. Right, and that pisses me off. And like this vain shit people have going on about how if a woman lets herself go, if a man lets himself go. If, you know, whatever, 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 excuse, excuse, excuse. How about, instead of being a toxic twat and breeding more in, to- in toxic bullcrap, you step back out of your own little bullshit bubble and actually come back to reality. It'd be nice. Right. And like, like, I talked- As much as a daddy's girl as I am, a little- some of my childhood growing up with him was a little rough. We, so I used to... Your mic. I uh, used to have really, really, really long hair. And then my parents got divorced and everything. And I told my mom that I wanted to cut my hair. And she said, okay. Well, I told my dad, I want to cut my hair. And he said, absolutely not. You need your, I like your long hair. I want you to keep your long hair. Look at that key word there. I like your hair. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Motherfucker, it's not your hair. Right. Yeah. So what did I do? I went to the bathroom with a pair of scissors. Yep. I cut that shit off. And ever since then... Vix can vouch for this. Going back and looking at all my pictures, my hair, hair has never gone past here since I was a child. Because I now have kept it short. But I've, I've been trying to grow it out. I just get really bored or mental breakdown and shave it off again. Another thing, too, is a prime example of, it, like, we can even go into this further, right? Because this does go a lot further and a lot deeper, okay? And batting for our male audience here is this toxicity of gender and sex and how it's okay for one thing to happen to one person but not the other there's a social experiment that's been happening through decades time to generations of where when a woman is being touched up on flirted on cat called people will come to her rescue men and women will come to that person's rescue a man will have that same fucking shit happen you might have one or two people right yeah And it's always like, oh, if I was you, I'd want it. You're not then. Or consider yourself lucky that that's happening to you. Right. 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 How fucking bad that is. Oh, she's hitting on you. Consider yourself lucky. No, she needs to consider herself fucking lucky. I'm giving her the time or day. Like, let's look at the videos that were going around TikTok late summer, early fall last year. Where there's guys at the bar hanging out with their friends, right? And this female is hitting on one of them. And the dude's telling her, and, like, everyone in the party's telling her, you need to fuck off. And she's all up in the dude's face, throwing her chest in his face, being like, why don't you want me? Why don't you like me? You should be enjoying the fact that I'm even giving you the time, my time of day. 
blah, 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 and then fucking gets mad, smacks him across the face with throws a drink on him. I'm sorry, not one damn person on this earth is God's gift to anybody. You got that toxic shit in your fucking head, this prom queen mentality, prom king mentality, shut the fuck up. Or, Nobody thinks you're God's gift to shit. Or, my other favorite one is you have these meatheads. I'm not talking about the older ones that, you know, know better. You have these young meatheads who go to the fucking gym and are like, you're not even a man if you don't look like I do. Motherfucker, let me tell yeah. you something. I have a type. That is a strong man bod. I've always had this type since I was fucking little. Not once did I ever date somebody that was chiseled. That dad bod that a lot of women are starting to gravitate more toward, and I mean women, not girls, women that are gravitating towards, are stronger than you fucking are. And because you're only, lifting, you're only lifting weights to get cut and have muscle mass. You're not doing it for strength and or you're on fucking roids. But you know why they do that too? And I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. They'll go there just to get cut because that's the beauty standards for men. Which is fine. Like if, like, if that makes you happy, by all means, get into it. It's not fine, right? And the but way I'm talking about it, it's not fine. Right. Because like, they think they have to do this and not just be who they are. And I went to this, uh, I discussed this before we opened the podcast. It's okay to have a preference. Every single one of us in here has a preference. Everybody in my chat has a preference. It might not be physical. It can be mental. Like me, I am pansexual. I could probably give three shits what you look like. I want to make sure I can hold an intelligent conversation with you. That's what gets me. I love your intelligence. I love your heart. Now, yes, is there some point where your physical body matters to me? Yeah, but it's not your gender. It's not your sex. It's, you know, what I like. But there's a proper way to be kind about it than toxic about it. When somebody, if you're single or if you're poly or whatnot, somebody comes up and hitting on you and they're not your type, be it for whatever reason, the last thing you're going to do is like, you're not my type because you're fat. You're not my type because you're skinny. You're not my type. Because, that's rude. Mm, that brings that's up the so other, rude. that brings up the other topic that has to do with this toxicity of both men and, well, boys and girls. We're, we're going to say that, not men and women, because there's a difference. Um, rejection. You get rejected by somebody that you find attractive, all of a sudden they're this, they're that, they're a piece of shit, they're a whore, they're that, you know what I mean, etc. Putting off like on. you were never attracted to that person in the first place, honey. We knew you were attracted to them. That's why you've advanced right. them. But suddenly, because they rejected you, they're this nasty cunt, this bitch, this shit. Vidar's gone through this shit. It's so fuck stupid. It was what, what's funny too about it is like, so I'm in a relationship and I'm also a fucking accountant. I last night had somebody come to me and like tell me like oh like we're being nasty with me and I was like um in a relationship even if I wasn't I don't know you like people have no respect at all they don't care if you're in relationships they see the fact that like ah is an accountant that must mean is open for business that's not that they don't have morals or just a thing I can do whatever I want with them right. that's, right. Not, that's how that not how that's works and that goes for my male accountants, my female accountants, and my they-them accountants. You don't owe your fucking body to anybody. No, you don't. And you have, and that's the thing, right? And this is why I want to tell my men out there, no is fine. Right. You don't have to, just because your boys are sitting there going, oh, I wish I was you. 
then be me because I don't want it. That's fine. And if she gets fucking butt hurt, this is, oh, I'm going to tell you right now. I hate this term, never hit a woman. Here's the thing. If you, as a female, have the balls to straight up deck a dude, doesn't matter if it's in the face, stomach, groin, shoulder, back, whatever, full on expect to get hit back. And like, don't get me wrong, if he's being abusive to you, or if she's being abusive to you, that's what I'm talking about. Right. Or if you did not do anything to provoke this, and they... What, what happened to this? Like, I'll tell you, if he don't want to hit you, I'm going to fucking hit you. Because, you know, that also goes into morals. If you are morally obligated in your heart, you don't feel like you can hit a woman, bitch, call me, I'll fucking hit her. Because, like, this is not okay. No. That also just allows women to feel like they have the right to just start swinging on men because they feel like, oh, he's not going to hit me. He might. I will. <laughs> or... Which, like, I, I hate that mentality because all of my exes, all of my guy friends, I know y'all were raised with this. Never put your hands on a woman. Yep. No one tells you the second half of that unless she puts her hands on you. Never put your hands on a woman unless she puts her hands on you. Then it's game on. Right. What, I, what I've been raised on is if a woman is going to hit you like a man, she better be ready to take one like a man. Right. Right. And that's my thing too. That's right. What because I said. like this is this is so you are raising your boys, your sons, to sit there and just take abuse. Like, you literally are raising your boys to just take abuse. And are there probably nonviolent ways to do it? Sure, whatever, okay. But at the point where she starts throwing fucking hands, it's already gotten violent. But the also, the other problem is, here in America at least, men have a really bad catch-22, okay? If they don't put up with the abuse and serve back what was given, they go to jail. Yep. Most likely, the man will go to jail even though he's the one being abused. So what are they supposed to do? I have the perfect thing for this. My parents were going through a divorce, right? My mother called the police on my father and said that he was threatening to kill her. Why did she do this? Not because he was threatening to kill her, but because he did in fact own weapons. He had their entire marriage. He had my entire life. She wanted to control and spite him. And she knew if she called the police on him and said, he's threatening to kill me, he got those guns taken away for many, many months, actually. Like, longer than the divorce proceeding went on for the most part. Like, women, do not, do listen to me right the fuck now. I understand that, you know, some pe- sometimes people think it, this shit's a game. It's not a fucking game. This is not a game. You are messing with these people's lives. Or they get power hungry because they know. Oh, yeah. They, well, like, I'd systems... like to add something onto that. Also, Go like, ahead. if you actually see it as some sick and twisted game, then you need to step back and look at yourself. Because that says a whole lot more about you than you might even realize. Right. As, you, as red as you are about that, Rex, the problem is, is the females that are doing this don't see it that way right they'll sit there and like i've i've seen people sit there call the cops on their male counterpart for an argument and then lie vidar his ex decided to go and bash her head on a pole in front of his other friends mind you so there's eyewitnesses to this 
and say, do you think the cops would believe me that he did this? And then they laugh about it. They laugh about they it. They I fucking think it's a joke. These things are in the system for, to protect us from abuse. That has happened for hundreds of years. Women's oppression is no joke. It's a real thing. Okay? And these things came into place to protect that. But women now are sitting here. And they're playing the victim. Petty shit. You play the victim in a game that there is no victim at all. When he's the victim. And you sit here and you're like, oh no, he did this. He didn't even fucking touch you, bitch. Well, let's let's also talk about this, okay? And this is along the same lines. When a male is sexually assaulted or eight. Um, if it is reported they're a laughing stock and they're lying, they get the same thing, oh, you should be glad that somebody wanted you and that this if happened pickle, to you. If your pickle got hard, then you must have wanted it. Right. Um, hello, no, same like thing for that... females. It's it's a natural reaction. Yeah, it's a natural stimulation um, reaction. But then you have these girls that sit there and they lie. All of us here in this group know several people, if not at least one person, who've had yep. this happen to them that are a male, where a girl lied about him touching them inappropriately. Yeah. And he got in trouble when there's straight facts showing that he didn't do anything. But if a guy were to go to the police and say, oh, well, this this female did this to me, you're a laughingstock. There's no help mm -hmm. for you. And that's not right. That's not fair. Well, there's also like there's so there's also like uh, Sharp over in the army that has a section for men that have had sexual assault happen to them. It doesn't do shit. They don't I... get help or they get reprimanded. Another thing is name one safe house for a man that you can name off the top of your head. Right. Exactly. Okay. I have a friend. There Who are before you. Up. Real quick, Eve. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off again. I love you. Um. There are three safe houses for men in, in the United States total. And it's gross. And, and how many thing, are there for women? Right. There's Hundreds. usually minimally one to two in every fucking town. If not more. But, like, I have a friend who, he got put on the sex offender registry. Not for what he did, but what somebody else did to him. He went in and filed an essay report. And the cops went and talked to this particular female. And she turned it around saying that he essayed her. And who's the one that got in trouble? He did. Exactly. He is now on the registry. He cannot see his children because he's now a sex offender. It's fucking gross. Because fucking gross. she assaulted him, but the cops wanted to believe that he assaulted her instead of the one that came and reported it first. Just look at all those cases of women after years of these men being in jail finally recanting and finally saying this didn't actually happen. I just regretted sleeping right. home that night. Why is it women who make these false accusations are not being punished for it the same way that a man would be punished? Why Why is this a thing? Why are you going to hold a double standard and but then, or, you know, hold the standard for both sexes, doesn't matter what you identify as, and then be hypocritical about it and only have a one-sided blade? And I'm gonna I'm gonna say this very clearly. If you call yourself a feminist and you think what's going on with men is okay, you're not a feminist. No, you have failed. You're a feminist. You've absolutely. You're a feminist. Nazi. Nazi and you've absolutely fucking failed. You're a piece of shit. Because being a feminist is not just about female rights. It is about males' rights too. Because the thing is, if we fix the problem that is going on with men, we have fixed some of our problems. 
human okay? fucking equality right and that's the thing that's why a lot of people don't call themselves feminists anymore because of these fucking bitches and it's like you're gonna sit here and tell me that men don't deserve shit they don't deserve their rights they don't, but you're the one taking away their fucking rights and they're gonna end up being just like you you have now become no different than the person you are fighting. There is places, Utah, a fucking piece of shit fucking state that allows mothers to place their children up for adoption without the father's permission, even though he is on the fucking birth certificate. This was just an issue not too fucking long ago. Like, you are becoming the problem. Texas has that not same the law. Right, you are not becoming the solution. You are becoming the problem. And I'm sorry, some of the biggest fucking people for body shaming is women. Yep. Some of the biggest people for fucking false accusations is women. Because women think they can get away with it because they're a woman. And they're catty as fuck. And it's a horrible... And Don't get me wrong, I'll sit here and be like, ha ha, I'm petty. There's a difference between being, oh ha ha, I'm petty... And then being damaging, being fucking a life ruiner. You are the problem now. You are not the solution. Not only are you ruining that specific person's life, like back to the example of my friend, you have ruined his children's lives. They are not allowed to see their father until they're fucking 18 years old because he's not allowed around children. That's like another issue that's out there too about the same thing, right? Is, oh, I don't want my kids seeing their baby daddy because of who he's dating now. Shut the fuck up. Unless she is out there or he is out there, depending on your circumstance, who owns the kids. Owns the kids. Yes, you wow. own them. Um, <laughs> who um, is who actually, has guardianship of child. Yeah. Who is actually damaging, toxic, abusive. That's a different story. But I'm talking oh, about using your children as weapons. That goes, for, that goes for everybody, though, because yeah, we see right. everybody do that crap. You gotta stop this, because I'm telling you right fucking now, you are damaging that child. You are hurting your child, because you're sitting over here going, oh, I don't want my kid to be around my ex because of them. Now, the only time that That's this is acceptable stupid. is if you have a good reason as to why yes. you don't want your children on your ex's new partner. But your petty ass little fucking, oh, just because she breathes and you're not with him anymore. The fact is, and let's just be honest about this. You just want him to be single because you want to have that booty call because you fucked up and you mad about it. So you don't want him to be happy no more. Sorry, I just baby puked a little in my mouth. I'm sorry. Your life is so (laughs) fucking miserable. You have to not only make his life miserable, his new things miserable, but also your child. Congratulations, you're also the problem. Let's normalize co-parenting with not just our children's other parent, but our children's other parent's partner. And I'm going to tell those that are... Go ahead. I have tried to co-parent with my son's dad's partner, with my daughter's dad's partners. Like, I try to involve them because if they're going to be a part of my children's lives and help sis this is what size my kids wear you want to go get lunch together let's go do that like it's really not that hard 
But if you're going to sit there and use your child as a weapon just because you're petty and your life is miserable and you want to make your children's other parents' life miserable, that's fucked up. I lived through that for many, many years until I'm like, I've had a fuck enough. Stop using your kids as weapons because you're going to tell this kid that this parent is X, Y, and Z, bad, whatever, you have a problem with them, but when the day comes... Us kids grow up, and we're going to see the fucking truth. It's like what parents always told us when we were kids. Don't lie, because sooner or later, the truth is going to come out. Well, guess what? Take your own fucking advice. The truth is going to come out, and you're going to dig yourself the hole, and the only person you have to blame is yourself. Right, and the other thing is, too, like, for those that don't know, Kate is my ex-husband's wife. Who just now left me because she a hoe. Um, and the thing is, is like, I'm not going to tell you that me and Kate were peachy right off the start because one of Zach's exes kind of scared us. Okay. I was terrified to let another woman in my kids' lives that could damage them. But when you sit, when I sat down with Kate, talked to, hold on. Like me being the friend and I first found out about Kate. Anyway. After the ex, I'm taking a look, I'm looking at this bitch like. Right, because that said X put a really bad taste in our mouths. Like, we were scared. And those are my kids. They're not biologically mine, but those are my kids. I will take care of them just as protectingly and everything as I do my own children that I have birthed. Everybody in this channel's kids are my kids. Yeah. And the thing Anybody is, like, wants to step up to them, catch these hands. <laughs> me and Kate were very worried about each other. At first, because of the fact that one of the ex, and she was an alcoholic, she was trying to push my kids out of Zach's life. It was bad. And when me and Kate talked, and me and Kate talk on a daily basis, like on a daily basis, not even about the kids, we just talk, okay? We have a co-parenting, probably better than me and my ex do. (laughs) And that's something on him. It's just me and Kate talk all the fucking time. Right. And... It's a prime example that co-parenting can be amazing. You don't have to be friends with the new. No. Just me and Kate ended up becoming best friends because... And we hated each other. Until we we sat down for three hours face-to-face and had a full conversation. And I realized she wasn't there to damage my children. She wasn't there to put them to the side. She was there to be a mom to them when I'm not around. Mm Mm-hmm. And even when both of me and her are in the same room, we're there. Because Kate does have a son from another marriage. And that's, you will hear me constantly call him my bonus baby or my other son. Because we just became a unit. And no, that's not for all co-parenting. But it works for us because that's just how it developed. But you do not have to be toxic. I buy that little boy clothes when I have the money. Because I know financially what they're going through at the moment with having just a new house switching over jobs wolf is not in the best healthy condition to go sit out there and lift what he has to to be a mechanic you know so if i can i'm going no different than i throw money at my kids i'm going to do it also for colton like that's just how co-parenting works and the thing is it's easier to co-parent than it is to be 
conniving and spiteful it takes so much more energy for that like and i i grew up in a very i'm gonna be honest it was a very toxic household and i got out as soon as i could because yes they're my parents and i love them and everything but on one end was constant shit talking constantly trying to make one side of my family out to be the bad guys when they didn't see what was happening behind the scenes and stuff like that and so i made it my life goal that one i will never (laughs) i will never do that to my children my children will have an equal opportunity with their parents as long as the parent is a good parent and not abusive or neglectful um but I will also not stay in a relationship if it's getting toxic and very negative. That's why, you know, I have multiple baby daddies. Is because Same. I'm not staying in a relationship just because there's a fucking kid involved. It's not how it works. I swear to God, I collect them like fucking Pokemon cards. Um. <laughs> yep. Like, I'd, I'd also like to give another perspective on that. Like, I don't have a spouse, but I was, like, growing up, my parents got divorced. Whereas one parent didn't, like, really talk to me about the divorce proceedings, stuff like that, unless it was something I absolutely needed to know, there was a whole other side of that family where it was just like, oh, you should want to come live with us. You should want to come be here. We'll even show you, like, the divorce papers, what's officially decreed by the judge. Mind you, I love that half a lip look. 12, 13 at the time when this was happening maybe 14 at the oldest like it's a game to some people it's very dangerous and i want my children to grow up first off with respect for everybody i don't want my kids growing up being disrespectful little shits like a lot of kids are these days But I also want them to grow up and see what actual love is. And that's why, like, me and my son's dad, for example, especially when we were living in the same city at the time, we would go out and have dinner together as a family to show him that his parents can get along and that he doesn't need to feel awkward in any situation. Even before Kate was in the picture... Me and like me and Vidara were dating before, you know, Kate was here, but and even now with Kate, we go out to dinner mm-hmm. as a family, as a family. And the other thing I want to get into also is the fact that, so, like in mine and Kate's example, we have kids, I have my five, there's one on her side, they're siblings, yeah. right? They're fucking siblings. I would never want my children to sit there and think Colton of any less than a sibling. Ever. And my two oldest, Pyramid Head and Richard, love Colton. Oh my fucking god, they're inseparable when they're here. Colton's constantly- You will see, I have pictures everywhere of Colton constantly on Ricky's back or on Pyramid's head's back. On a constant. Like- you got the toxicity of a quote unquote broken home is bullshit. It's only broken if you make it broken. Right. Because right, I'm sorry, Two there's times. enough tape and glue in this goddamn world to stick that shit back together. <laughs> Hi, redneck. Um, two times 
with two separate children. And this was very damaging at the time because in both instances, I was one of them, I was pregnant, so super fucking emotional. And the other time, I was beat down and broken and completely destroyed and not in a good mental state. And both times, I was told, I hope you're happy you've put our child in a broken home. And that destroyed me even worse until it took my aunt setting my ass the fuck straight. Love that woman. Um, she goes, it's only a broken home if you make it. And this home that my daughter is in is the holiest home she has ever had. Very much so. And the thing is, it's like, okay, so Wolf, for uh, example, has custody of the two younger ones, which is Sylvia and Anastasia. Because Ricky and Pyramid Head are technically not his blood. Biologically, they're not his yeah um you can't tell anybody else otherwise but (laughs) they'll fight you but the thing is it's like even though he has full custody because and i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you why one i was not stable on my own yet now zach was more than willing to give me full custody of those two but the thing is i knew if anything would ever happen even if i didn't have if i did they would be better off where zach was Okay, but I have all the kids right now because there was so much going on. There was uh, my Sylvia has a lot of problems that can be fixed or helped here. Then, you know, separating Anna and Sylvia was also not a great idea. We found that out. We tried it. We figured it out. (laughs) Well, it it was a good idea, but it wasn't a good idea. It was a good idea because Anna was able to find herself. And be which her was own great. person and Which was wasn't great. getting in trouble because of Sylvia. Yeah. But she the other issue is because her entire life those two have been together. Right. Yeah. And on the other hand, they're like twins with each other where they're just like always around each other. And Anna does keep Sylvia in check when she can. Right. Uh, <laughs> so it's kind of like one of those things is they're really honestly inseparable. No different than Trust me, if Colton and Ricky could ever stay together, they probably fucking would. Um, and the thing is, is even with this stuff, if there's a time when, like, Zach and Kate says, hey, I would like to have the kids. All right. We sit down, we talk. What's going on with their health, their mental state, which can go into health too, but we're going to break that up. What situations are going on right now for both families? Where is the best placement for them? Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how we feel. It's what's best for them and what's going on with them. Okay? And the kids always have a choice. Also, do you want to go live with daddy? Do you want to go live with mommy? You know, where where do you want to be? The only thing that would possibly get in the way of that is money. Right. Yeah, money is the biggest thing. And right now, the other thing is the fact that Sylvia and Bella, uh, Pyramid Head, needs therapy. Right. Right. Now, several different types of therapy that is going on. And Pocatello at the time, and I think still now, is pretty backed up on a lot of shit. Yeah. Like the reason why Vix has Sylvia is because she's able to get Sylvia the help that. Sylvia needs sooner than we were here. We had six to eight months wait before we could get Sylvia the help that she needed. And Sylvia needs a lot of it. 
she's not only severely ADHD, she has slight autism. And what I mean by slight, she's on the lower side of the spectrum. Um, there's also behavioral issues with her. There's a, there's a lot that goes on with that little girl that she needs. She goes to three different therapists, three. Okay. And that's a lot. That's a lot of running back and forth. Bring your toys upstairs. Um, that go on and like, um, pyramid head her, she needs physical therapy for her ankles and it's working here. And by the time, if everything gets going and is okay, and all four kids want to go back to Pokey, then they're going to go because there is the adoption right now that's going on, you know? So it's kind of like one of those situations. Communication is fucking key. Toxicity is not welcome. And never be scared to put your other person in fucking check. Like Even if they're to this day, as an almost 30-year-old woman, I'm still having to deal with one parent being toxic about the other. First off, it's been over 15 years. Fucking drop it. Right. And it's just, one, let your dads be dads. Right. As long as they're not toxic, neglectful, abusive towards child. Yeah. And that's not what I'm talking about. You gotta let them be a dad. And that means... Stop hello... How, stop, so, stop being a helicopter over the other parent. And, like, don't get me wrong. I have a bad habit of that. Wolf can shut the fuck up in the background so can Bedard. I have a bad habit of that, but that also comes stemming from a lot of the stuff that I've had to deal with with my children. And it's habits that it's really hella fucking hard to break. But you gotta realize these things. You gotta actually go, oh shit, this is a problem. Let's work on it. Because it is hard. It is very hard, especially when, you know, you've had baby daddies try to physically harm them, neglect them, Stuff like that. It's really hard to let a person take control over a child that you just want to put in a bubble and you want to protect and you want to keep them safe. It's hard to be open. It's really hard to be open, but it's no different for them. Yep. Okay. Not only Zach that, but had... like, let's. Sorry, go ahead. You can finish your thought. Zach had to go through it letting Kate in because of his ex. You know, Zach wasn't wanting to have, and you know what, Zach, if you're in the background, you can correct me if I'm fucking wrong, but fuck you. Um, um, to letting Kate in because of his ex, because of the things, but Kate was really easy to, this is going to sound really bad, but I don't mean it that way, but see through to show that she's not going to do that, you know? And it took me like no time to see that myself. So it's like, yeah. I kind of I helped. You did. It's one of these things. It's like you can't let this shit go over your children. Your personal vendetta don't fucking matter. Not don't to let that and it's not just the children, right? And it's not just this. Isn't just towards like baby daddies. This is towards baby mamas too. Oh hell yeah! Oh, yeah. Like, hell yeah! We need to, and like people that are listening to this podcast or like watching the Twitch stream need to understand we're not just attacking one side we're attacking all sides because there are deadbeat baby mamas just as much as there are deadbeat baby daddies oh yeah very much so and this is and this is where like the men that are the good fathers or want to be involved that aren't with the mother of their child suffer because the baby mama so there's a difference between a baby mother and a baby mama. Baby mama is a deadbeat 
just like baby daddy's a deadbeat. <laughs> so you have the mother who wants the father of their children or child to be involved. Father doesn't want to be involved. You have the father who wants to be involved with their child. The mother doesn't want them involved because of X, Y, and Z, right? You have these, you have these dads that want to be involved. They're getting 80% of their paycheck taken away for child support because the, their, their ex is greedy. The ex isn't letting them see their child, even though they're doing everything that they can to provide for said child. Right. Prime example on the child support thing. If Zach would have given me full custody, do you know how much they were going to try and make him pay? Mm-hmm. Versus me, I pay a dollar a month. Right. <laughs> I pay 50 a month, and that is state minimum for Colorado because when my ex um, went and did the whole custody thing, they're like, well, we need to do uh, child support. He goes, I don't want to do child support. And they're like, well, you have to. We have to do at least a minimum of $50. And he told me, he goes, hey, this is what is happening. Is that go- Are you going to be able to make that work? I was like, yeah, that'll. I can make that work one way or another. And Each like, it is different. And like me and Zach, even though it's better this way, so nobody's paying out a shit ton of money and I'm fine with the child support being on me. What we do is, hey, the kids need something, period. I'll get it on this day. Yep. And even, even, sadly, I have to call Kate to get this information when the kids were over there because Zach is so forgetful. Love him to death, but he is so forgetful. Poor, the poor man has severe ADHD and, you know, he really does. was used as a he, wiffle ball. Yeah, right. I was about to say, he got used as a Nerf ball. <laughs> he really was. And the thing is, it's like, I'll call Kate, hey, the kids need anything. Or she'll be like, hey, this is what the kids need, period. I'll get it on this month, uh, get it on this date because, you know, VA pay um, once a month. Um, or, hey, does Colton need anything? I don't have to have any responsibility over that boy. I don't. But I do now because I consider that boy my son. Right. You know? Then then you've got your niece daughter over here. (laughs) Yeah, and then and that's another thing. Okay, I have nieces and nephews. Okay? I have a lot from Evie and I have two from... Live okay, those are my boys and those are my girls. I will fight for them. Den named me. How dare you? Oh, I did. Absolutely killed her. Jeannie, no, not for me. Your name is right there, too. And it's just like, I'm gonna keep my mouth right here. Uh, He's forgetting to kill her, right? Just wait, wait, wait. Jeannie, I got you. I got you. But uh, um, any of my any of my friends' as kids, and when people ask me how many kids do you have, I'm like, do you want it? Do you want kids? biological or do you want grouped? My kids, <laughs> and they're like, wait, what? I was like, I got three biological kids, but then we've got five for my best friend, one from another, two from another. We got three over here. <laughs> I've got right, my like... nephew that I helped raise. You no. know. <laughs> Just this on my brother's comment. You give those goblins alcohol at 18, I'm putting them on a flight to Scotland, and they're living with you. Right, they're your responsibility. What happens in the Highlands happens in the Highlands. Right, and it's like, and when people ask how many kids, I'm like, do you want the village? 
Or you want the ones I put out. When they say it takes a village, oh, by the gods, it takes a fucking village. Like, how many times have I texted you and been like, hey, your village is here. Are you going to, like, shut the fuck up and, like, let us help? Or, right. like, how many times? This month alone. Way too fucking many. Way too many. I have a hard time relying on my village. But no. that goes into the thing of trauma. I just, like, Nieces, I'll get, I'll get there. Nephews and noises. I mean, that is the definition of a toddler is noise with dirt. Speaking of which, I'm getting yelled at. Right. right, and it's like, I will go to the ends of the earth for my village's children, right? Because they're important to me. But these people that are sitting here going like, you know, oh, that chick's child's nothing to me when I'm talking about relationship-wise. That child should mean something to you. That child is the sibling now right. of your kids. Yep. And you're putting that mentality of that poor kid. So for example, if I told mine, that Colton wasn't shit. He had nothing to do with shit. He was just a motherfucking kid. They would get that mentality. Yeah. Now I'm pushing my toxicity on my children. Yep. And they grow that. <laughs> That's yeah. not okay. My no, instead, we look at them and go, this is now your brother. You will not show right him now, baby. This is your cousins. You will show them respect. Which most of us were like, these are your nieces. How is this family relation? It's no very clue. long and difficult. <laughs> it's complicated like and we don't have the 72 hours to explain it to you. Right. The other day, Pyramid Head goes, how is the relations between everybody? Because like, me and Vix dated. And Pyramid Head was like, so wait, you guys dated but she's my aunt, but Piper is my niece. I had to explain to her at that <laughs> point that the title of aunt and uncle, especially in my family, and the title of um, niece, nephew, cousin, it's a respect title for somebody that we're so close to that might as well be family or blood to us. Because especially in my family, we grew up with a household that I can't tell you who was actually related to us and who wasn't. Uh, <laughs> like I don't fucking really know I just know that they were family and that's all that mattered and that mentality went down to me and into my kids and that title is only given to people that put the effort into my kids yes and like and a funny another another funny thing of the relation tree oh. is me and Vic <laughs> kind of <laughs> dying bitch I'm sweating me and Vix were actually kind of related in a way before we even knew each other. Well, it's not me and you. Her. Well, you were still in a relationship, so by proxy. But yes, I am now biologically related to one of her children and by marriage related to another one of her children. So they're technically, by some kind of legal standard, distant cousins of mine yeah but those, that's my niece and that's my nephew and you cannot fucking tell me differently right because of the atwood family and the atwood family <laughs> is you know a direct line to my son richard and bella is related to the atwood family through marriage and it, it's kind of like one of these things it, <sighs> i don't even know a lot. 
Joe, you don't need to make it so complicated. Joe yes. said, is pyramid, pyramid head, head a, noise. a noise? Because for him, noise is a good gender neutral term. <laughs> I call pyramid. So for those that don't know, pyramid head is figuring out their gender, their sexuality, who they want to be, their names, stuff like that. And their birth name is Bella. My little and Bella Donna. I call them pyramid head because of a certain <laughs> Pyramid Head had woke up one day and chose violence. Richard and chose violence. <laughs> Richard had milk on the counter and Anna was throwing a fit. And so she took and like throwing a full on fit on the floor. So she took Anna by the legs and dragged her across the house. And River at the time was like, okay, Pyramid Head, calm down. And it just stuck. But I call them my little enigma. Because they're still forming, they're still developing, they're still getting, they're still figuring out who they are. So this is my blob. They are fine. <laughs> they are cute. They are squishy. They kind of have an attitude. Don't know why. Um, kinda. <laughs> but, Isaiah yeah. kind of helped with that one too. I want to know the other fucking people she's involved with that didn't help. <laughs> Definitely a noise. Then <laughs> yes, they are a noise. Yes, they are. They are a. They are them. I don't. I don't know how to describe Pyramid Head besides being an enigma. This little chewy toy. <laughs> <laughs> Vix got this for her niece daughter because. So Vix has been a part of my youngest life since she was born. Yep. Well, when we finally stopped hating each other's. I think. Guts. I think she wasn't even she was maybe a little over a month old yeah but i knew of evie talked to evie before that little shit was even popped out yeah vix met me when i was as big as a fucking house yeah i was um, i was all belly but piper my youngest broke four five teeth on vix's knuckles when she yep. was teething so my little piranha. <laughs> she got her this and to this day like i tried putting this away and my daughter lost her ever loving mind where's my hammer i'm like so okay for those on the podcast that can't see it um, i yeah. found a teething chew thing that is in the shape of a mjolnir because she was constantly also grabbing onto mine that i used to wear while breaking her teeth so i was like you know what <laughs> I'm sorry. Jeannie, you're trying to talk. Go ahead. This tired mom, unfortunately, has to go do the work stuff. Um, All right, guys. We're going to end our podcast here. Thank you for coming to a morning event. Please, if you were on the podcast, come join us on TikTok. To you, TikTok? Not TikTok. Twitch. To see the footage <laughs> of this boy. We're in somewhere. We're around. We're, we're and if you thank are, you for joining this very impromptu. We just got on a rant and we're like, why aren't right. we recording this? But right, we will right. be here the 29th at 9 p.m. Middle uh, Mountain Standard Time. Yeah. So we will see you guys then. Have fun. Bye. 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 Have a good one.